2: Today's episode of Unreasonable Down is brought to you by Omeo. Omeo is a travel booking platform that makes planning a journey in Europe and North America effortless. Just enter your travel details and Omeo will magically give you all the train, bus, flight, and ferry options for your journey. It's never been simpler to book your first real vacation for 2021. Best of all, using Omeo saves you time and money. That's a win win in my book. <laughs> Omeo wants to help you leave your house this summer by offering 5% off your next booking. Just head to omio.com, O-M-I-O.com, and use the code O-M-I-O-5 at checkout, O-M-I-O, the number five. Valid until July 31st for new users on all modes of transport. It's just the pick-me-up 2021 needs. Omeo, plan, book, and love the journey. Terms and conditions apply. going to raise my voice yes i'm really good at basketball for a puppet what just happened i drank your milkshake what's up with those shorts it's either super good or super bad
1: unreasonable doubt a podcast about west virginia university basketball starts now what
2: do you want first the good news or the bad news All right, I'm going to start with the good news because I can't hear you. TBT was excellent. TBT came to Charleston, West Virginia. What, uh, 14 games over four different days of basketball? It was delightful. West Virginia did great. It was great to see them on the court. They won two games this year, lost in the third to a team called Team 23. Still didn't make it less excellent. It was fantastic uh, seeing the guys on the court, seeing it in Charleston, seeing other teams with their professional players, seeing all these Elam endings, and a lot of them really good, like really close games. It's awesome to see a game end with the basket. And uh, shout-out to Best Virginia and John Flowers And all the guys that played, all the guys behind the scenes and ladies, thank you for that. Really warmed my heart. Enjoyed seeing fellow podcast people. Got to meet them in person, shake their hands. Fantastic event. Hope they do something like that in the near future. All right, now here's the bad news. The Big 12 Conference may not be a thing within five years. Texas and Oklahoma... They're saying, "Hey, SEC, can we come hang with you all?" And SEC's like, "Yeah, sure." And um, and so all of the reporting looks like this is a done deal. It's just a matter of when. So that you know, we're WVU fans. We're familiar with realignment. The last time this happened uh, in the in twenty ten. The musical chairs started, and somehow WVU found a seat at the Big 12, miraculously, weirdly. Um, And so musical chair starts again. So where are they going to go? Who knows? I'm sure this is a fluid situation, and we all know it's a fluid situation. And we'll find out soon enough. But I wanted to bring somebody you on who follows this stuff as well. Zach Campbell, he's written for Sports Illustrated, WV. He follows this stuff. He he was early on WVU, needing to try to get into the ACC. And so I brought Zach going and to kind of sound off, figure out we have we we don't know anything, but speculate. It's time to speculate. Where will WVU land? Uh, and so here's my interview with Zach Campbell. Hello from the Dire Prime studio in Nitro, West Virginia. This is Unreasonable Doubt. It's a podcast about West Virginia University basketball. I'm Josh Witt. Offseason episode 13 with Zach Campbell. Dire Prime is the lead sponsor of Unreasonable Doubt. Summer's almost here. And you know what that means? Embroidery. I don't know if embroidery has anything to do with summer, but Dyer Prime knows about embroidery and they can help you with your embroidery needs. Embroider a hat. Embroider a polo. Embroider a t-shirt. Think of something that needs embroidered. Dyer Prime can do that for you. Start your summer off with embroidery with Dyer Prime, 304 767
0: or find them on Facebook or Instagram at Dyer Prime. Oklahoma and Texas are two of most nationally relevant brands in the country, if not for winning, which Oklahoma is obviously known for. They've, they've been in the playoff picture ever since the playoff system got, uh, got put into place. Texas just because they're they're Texas and every year you, 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 you can never get away from Texas talk right so them them jumping ship and and linking up with the SEC is going to force the hands of these other conferences they just are nine
2: seasons in the big 12 no conference championships in basketball or football only eastern standard time team give me your thoughts on all right Zach Campbell Welcome to Unreasonable Doubt, a podcast about West Virginia University basketball.
0: Dude, thank you so much for having me on. Happy Friday.
2: Here's what I'm banking on, Zach, is that they took Louisville, with love and respect to Louisville, they took Louisville, the WVU Big 12 experience the last nine years.
0: Well, I think there's two ways to look at it. I think think the first way is you can look at their body of work and say, nothing really great happened and, and nothing really, it, it's vacillated between pretty good and just like kind of, okay. Um, you obviously had one horrific football season and one pretty bad basketball season, but beyond that, West Virginia was, they've, they had done some good things and they had been close a couple of times. They'd knocked on the door a couple of times. Um, football 2018, they're uh crazy um, excessive blocking call away or, or a lost fumble away from going to Dallas and basketball has obviously been right down the conversation, not even the conference, but nationally. Um, so you can say, uh, you know, good, not great, whatever, kind of, kind of take it for what it is. But the other thing too is is you have to look at taking a further step back is what Oliver Luck was able to do, and this will be a standing legacy, is that like he was able to get West Virginia out of that kind of quagmire and, and lifted them out of that gray area and get them at home in the big 12, you know, and get that power five status when it could have been the AAC, it could have been, you stay in the, you know, it, it could have gone so many ways, but that outcome was the absolute best outcome that could have happened to West Virginia at the time. And so you look and say, well, Hey, at least we're here, right? Like at least West Virginia is here. And at least they had their shots. Um, so I think, I think both viewpoints hold water and that's kind of where I go back and forth from, like, what, what does it all mean? How is it all going to look now moving forward, wherever, wherever moving forward goes to or what that looks like?
2: Yeah, no, I mean, yeah. Pros and cons definitely of anything available to WVU back in 2010, it wasn't on our radar, and and but yet it's turned out, monetarily especially, as a good thing. And so, but now, Zach, it's like, okay, so what happens next? And, you, and your mind can't help. We don't know what's going to happen, but your mind starts to wander. And I'm looking at West Virginia University Twitter, and the sentiment seems to be, and some are begrudgingly thinking this, like, all right, let's knock on the ACC's door again, see if WVU can end up there of course geographically it makes sense our historical rivals a lot of them are there and if sec goes to 16 teams then you know the theory is that the other uh, major conferences will go to a 16 team conference acc has one or two football spots depending on what happens with notre dame but zach you and i know history on wvu and the acc they they When the ACC raided the Big East in 2005, they passed on WVU. They In 2011, WVU was sitting there in realignment. They took a pass uh, on WVU in 2011. So, you know, two strikes, right? If the ACC is looking for new members, it's not just WVU if this league collapses. There's seven other colleges in the mix here, and it's not a – it's a dollars thing. It's not a ge- geography thing. I guess my question, that's a long-winded way of asking, Zach, why won't the ACC pass on WVU again? And, and I get the WVU side. Believe, I, I want, I want uh, in a weird way, I want Pitt back in my life and Virginia Tech and Syracuse and getting the old gang back together. And I get, and geographically, and, and Huggins always complains about The travel and basketball season, especially football, is a little softened because it's
0: it's once a week versus two or three games a week. All right. Well, this is this is where I I better I better put on my my Batman armor brace brace for impact or something, because I'm sure my response isn't going to get me any new new fans or anything out there. Um, But. And again, not knowing the future, you you and you and I talked about not not having a crystal ball. We don't have the gift of foresight. You know, we're not soothsayers. So it's just, you know, best educated guess at this point in time. But and if you're the if you if you're the ACC and you're looking at the SEC saying, okay, well, what's the stop? What's the stop? The SEC from going going after two more teams, right? What's what's stop the SEC from looking at? I think a Florida State that is almost like would be regionally culturally would be a great plug-in for the sec or even clemson what's to stop them from doing that there's so much uncertainty but as far as west virginia is concerned one thing that has happened recently is that they have obviously with neil brown with shane lines coming in massive facility upgrades right they're they're in they're in the big leagues of college football in terms of what they have to offer from their facilities they're recruiting at a at a, at a high, high clip right now that, that never happened under Dana Holgerson. They, they've, they've completely rebranded their, their image, their, their whole, whole different team than they were in 2010. And I, and I don't, I don't think that's, that's overstating anything. In fact, I think it's understating it, how, how much different the, 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 the culture of the program is now than it was, you know, a decade ago when, when they were getting introduced to the big 12. So if you're the ACC, you say, well, look, we've, and and you, spoke on you know you know the regional aspect not being a huge factor but you plug in a team that's going to be an easy easy commute on on conference games that have huge blood rivalries with with you know the virginia techs and the pits and and the the uvas of the world right border state why wouldn't you want that you know and why 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 wouldn't you want that in, in in your conference would be my question yes there are teams you can go after but i think right now is the time the to seriously consider West West Virginia is on its way up independent of what's going on with the big 12 West Virginia internally is doing a fantastic job of raising their program up. And I, I think, I think you ride the wave. Like they're, they're just someone that, that you can't not consider. Um, and for me personally, of all the options that are out there for West Virginia, why, the ACC makes too much sense for all the reasons I just listed. Sure. You have those built-in rivalries, the regional aspect. You're not flying, you know, a thousand miles for your closest conference game anymore, right? And you're going to plug it in a conference that hey, you get a shot every year at a title contender. You get a shot at Virginia Tech. You get a shot at Pitt. You get, it, it. Just It just makes too much sense. Something happened in the last day or so. I've been really – I've been off the grid. Well, if you've been off the grid like Zach uh, and my dog, you would know – you don't know
2: this news about Oklahoma and Texas behind the scenes through, uh, you know, middle people, whatever. They are pursuing an exit from the Big 12 to go to the SEC. SEC will have 16 teams all the reporting looks like oh, this is a done deal. God. Yes. So um, you're pretending. I like your bit here where you're pretending like you didn't know this. So when you heard this yesterday and the, and the noise <laughs> about this, Zach, what, how did you react to the news?
0: Oh, the utter calamity. Um, so I'd be lying if I said I didn't see something like this on, on the horizon and on the near horizon. And uh, kind of got taken, did the woodshed for it for saying this a couple months ago. Feeling a little good about myself right now because uh, you know you ne- you never want to say I told you so, but no, I I mean seriously, it um, to see it really manifest itself and really become you know actually happen and transpire is, is a whole different order because it's um you, you just you just can't really picture a future for the big 12 moving forward after something like this i mean the 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 sun rises and sets in big 12 country with oklahoma and especially texas being the most profitable athletic department in all of college sports it's just it, it's uh it's going to create shockwaves throughout the college football landscape that we, we haven't even begun to see crest yet like we just we just haven't you know yeah, it's it's, it's-
2: and we've seen this before as WVU fans. We, we saw this uh, in 2010, the dominoes start to fall and they're not blowing us away academically. And you could argue, that's what I'm going to go to sleep hoping is that you took Louisville that one time, uh, you'll take WVU. But I, I, I can't argue the points that you presented, Zach. Like those are all good things. And I would think that'd be a good thing uh, and with the lowering of the concern of TV viewership and more about social media and streaming, that only helps WVU's cause. It's just history has said uh, no in the past. So it's streaming yeah. and Louisville is the answer of how well, the ACC says, OK, we can do this.
0: Well, I was going to say, because it was from a if, if TV markets were still king, right? Like what TV market are you in? You know, it it would there wouldn't even be an argument because Pitt's already in the ACC, so that's the same TV market they'd capture capture with West Virginia, right? So that's right. that's a that's that's a moot argument. But to your point, streaming now the way people are able to watch games, where they're able to watch games, you know, West Virginia is a, a rabid fan base. Um, and then the other thing too is I have pretty immense faith in in Shane Lyons and what he's going to be able to do. Because everything he's done since he's been in Morgantown has been, has been an A plus in, in every column from where I sit. So he's the smartest guy in the room. If you and I are sitting here talking about, it, if everyone else out there and their you know, on their decks and their family rooms are talking about this right now, you can guarantee he's been on the phone with some, with some big mo- movers and shakers and talking about the next step. He's probably five steps ahead of all, all of us yokels out here. So I haven't, I have Great faith that he's he's ahead of the game, and is and is talking to people he needs to talk to and selling them on West Virginia. And I think it's a good sell because you can. I have two words for you, Neil Brown. Spend five minutes watching the guy. You're like, this guy's a winner. I and he's going to make West Virginia a winner. Now, if you want that be a part of your conference, now's the time because they're going somewhere, right? Why wouldn't you have him in a place where you can plug him in with a bunch of old rivalries? That's just going to make your conference better for it. Yeah,
2: it makes sense to me. Um, and that's the third thing I would go to sleep at night, being hopeful for it. I, I agree with you on lines that he's done a great job as the AD. So to get you out of here, and again, thank you, Zach, for, for talking this out with me, kind of talking me off the ledge. Let's go, let's go through the scenarios and let's rank them one to 10. We'll both do it. One means extremely unlikely. Ten, we feel like it's a done deal. I'm going to list them, and then, we're going to, and then we're going to grade the possibilities. You ready? Ready. All right. WVU and the Pac-12, or I guess it'd be the Pac-20 at
0: that point. One to ten. Can I, can I go with a negative number? Is that, is <laughs> that impossible? Yeah, we, yeah, no, it's not impossible. Go for it. Yeah, I'm going to get like, a negative two on that one. <laughs>
2: uh legitimately in the meeting room it's like hey let's call the pack 12 see if they want to be a pack 20 so i'm gonna give that a one uh wvu in the american athletic conference one to ten
0: i'm gonna give that a two
2: i'm gonna give it a three uh, but I don't want okay. that, and nobody wants that uh, as a WVU fan, with love and respect to our friends, to Tulane and, and SMU. All right, WVU in the Big Ten, 1 to 10.
0: I'd actually give that a, oh, it's going to be like a barstool pizza score. I'm going to give that like a 7-6. Seven, 7-6, six.
2: Seven, six, that's fairly no, gonna, high. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm giving that a I'm giving that a one. Oh God, dude! And here's why I've just never we need to talk about any, this. Well, of any of these conversations or speculation, it's never WVU to the Big Ten. And again, you've got rivals there. You've got Penn State. You've got Maryland. You got our old buddy Rutgers. Um, could be Ohio yet, State. That would be sweet. I would. I would enjoy that. Yeah. And, but I just never. It's never reach out to the big 10 i just i just don't have that in my head but it's seven and a half i I do like that and i I could picture that uh as being something again uh geographically and having some some rivals in there i like your seven and a half better than my one all right wvu in a frankenstein big 12 where they fill the gap with teams that are not oklahoma and texas one to ten
0: um I'm so middle of the road on this. I'm going to go like like a solid 5 cuz it's not it's certainly not the worst possibility, but it just feels like the world's biggest compromise and you're still stuck with all the same problems that that this Big 12 has, albeit you have maybe a a cleaner more open road to a conference championship. Yeah, it's the because
2: it's the easiest option. And it is a band-aid. I'm going to give that a six because it's the, it's the path of least resistance. We'll just grab other schools. All right. True. And then the last one, WVU and the ACC one to ten, one to 10.
0: I mean, that's, that's, that's a resounding 10, man. That's, that is, uh,
2: you feel like it's a done deal. Like, like that, well, that's well, how that of, goes. That's Of how course we go. I
0: don't feel like it's a done deal. And, and, you know, we haven't even mentioned, you know, the SEC, like what if what if they come knocking on the door magically? But, um, in terms of I think what would be the most ideal, you know, culturally, regionally, um, just being a clean fit, it just the ACC would feel like home for a lot of reasons, and uh, and and I I would be I would be very happy with that move.
2: I would too, but because of history. I'm going to give – where you gave the Frankenstein Big 12 a five, I'm going to give the ACC a five. I hear all the good points. Okay. I have no idea because I don't know what the ACC is looking for. And I, we'll just throw it out there, SEC, one to ten.
0: I mean, I would – I mean, for super obvious reasons, I, that would that would be somewhere between a nine and a ten. Um, it would uh, – my, my my only – huge doubt and it's a pretty huge doubt is like okay hey you're in the sec we're you know we're at we got invited to the dance we're here now but then you look at who's in the party and you're like all right we thought it was hard to win it when it when it when a conference championship in the big 12 um get ready for another rough ride guys because because you think about who's who's in the sec and who you got to go through it's going to be the furthest thing from a picnic Right, and I would very biased. I want to see West Virginia win football games,
2: and that's tough in the SEC. So the possibility of WVU in the SEC for me, I I, I see that as a one. There's there's it's just not. Uh, you use the term magically, and I agree with that. Like some kind of magic would have to happen for WVU to end up in the SEC basketball wise, and this is a basketball podcast. I think it would. Similar to moving to the Big 12, there'd be a learning curve, but I think we could do well there. And football, there's a gigantic gap between, as well as West Virginia's progressed, there's a gap between, in and we, we beat Tennessee a couple of years ago. We've done favorable. I think we beat Mississippi State that one year. It's not like we've, we're we over against the SEC,
0: but having Auburn, that as your schedule. Gave Bama you... a game. Gave Bama a really good game down in, down in Atlanta that I saw played LSU Absolutely. tough. Absolutely. No, so you can yeah.
2: do that. Uh, but tough road, to sled anyways, that's very much. I appreciate you talking it out with me, Zach. I feel a little Absolutely, bit better man. about it. Um, and definitely come back, man. Thanks for joining me on unreasonable no, doubt, a podcast about
0: West Virginia university basketball. Can't thank you enough, man. Would wrap it to you anytime, dude. All right. Thank you.
2: unreasonable doubt is on the social media on instagram at unreasonable doubt wv on twitter at i'm josh witt on facebook go to that search bar thing and type in unreasonable doubt do it interact with the show Big thanks to Zach Campbell for joining me on the podcast. You can find Zach on Twitter at ZCampbell underscore SI. Check his stuff out. That's it for this episode of Unreasonable Doubt. Listen on all the platforms or just pick one. Apple Podcasts is a good one. Spotify is a good one. Google Podcasts is a good one. Gasbox. Subscribe to the podcast. If you don't see the word subscribe on the screen, maybe it says follow hit that button. That helps. The podcast, in theory, is going to help you listen to the podcast. Until next time, I'm Josh Witt. This has been Unreasonable Doubt WVU for the 2020-2021 season. They were 19 and 10.